Welcome to Boys Episode 200. I'm Robbie Ray. And I'm Joshua Jack. And we are here ever so triumphantly to bring you our 200th episode. I'll tell you what, man. It seems like only four years ago we started this. Dude, okay, when you put it in years, that that's, man, four years. I've... I've had relationships that were not as long. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. four years. It's, it's a long time. We've been it's going a, steady for a while. We have. You know, we've been friends since we were what thirteen, fourteen years yeah. old. Yeah. And we're both uh, we're both eclipsing the top of the hill, mm-hmm. about to go right over down into death. And <laughs> to know that we've been friends for a long time mm-hmm. and been doing this show for. One fifth of our friendship, if you think about it, that's crazy. Something like that. I'm yeah. bad at math, but oh, I'm terrible. Yeah, we're math. here. We got a very special show for you today. But I wanted mm-hmm. to start something. I wanted to start the show out with something new. Um, oh yeah, kind of a new, maybe a new lease on life, maybe a new approach. Okay, a new take. And it goes like this. Yes, uh-huh. it goes just like this. Hello, my name is Simon, and I like to do drawings. What do you think about that? I like it. I mean, we might get a cease and desist from the uh, Mike Myers estate, but is it because I kind of look like him? You used to. I like, used to. Yeah. Well, when when we were okay, when he was younger, and when you were younger, like especially like the Wayne's World Mike Myers, very right. Robbie Ray. I think it's just in like the eyes, nose area. Well, hey, when we dressed up as Wayne and Garth, I thought the kids still had it, man. We oh yeah, pretty good. Um, pretty spot on. That, for some reason, the little theme song for Simon, which was an SNL skit from the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, starring Mike Myers. He was a little British boy in a bathtub. Yeah, he was the drawing was boy. British, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and British. yeah, he did drawings. And it, and I watched the skit today, and I ended up sending it to you before the, the recording here. And I'm watching it. Starts out with the little, like, toy piano intro song. Yeah, yeah. And it's, well, hello, my name is Simon, and I like to do drawings. I like to draw. Yeah. I didn't, re- I never remembered the second half of the, yeah. of the intro song. I, I, it totally, like when, when he, when he rolled into that half of the intro song uh-huh. for the skit, I was like, is this real? It, did they add this? Because I just remember the first part. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I watched the skit, and dude, I'm not trying to be jaded or, or too good or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was just really, really cringy. Like, dare I say, douchey. Well, okay, like, was it because it was a a, a naked man in a giant tub? <laughs> Playing or... a boy? The boy. A boy man. A man boy. Talking about his uh, his bits and pieces and his cheeky bum. I don't know. Yeah. I remember seeing it when I was young, and I thought it was hilarious. And Oh, yeah, I loved the Simon. How old would you say we were when that came out? It was probably the 1994 era of SNL, so we were probably like 12. 12, 12 13, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I watched it today. Like I said, I sent it to you. I had the little theme song stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. I watched it, and, you know, I did kind of crack a smile for nostalgia's sake. Right. But at the same time, I was like, dude... Was it just simpler times back then, or did I have a simpler mind? Well, because you definitely had a simpler mind. You had, you had the mind of a child. 
you know the the world was um the world was brighter the world is brighter in the mind of a child that is 100 percent true that's a but, beautiful yeah. saying is that is that an actual saying it is now i know dude it sounds <laughs> like something in a fucking hallmark card well you know it, it is I, i've been thinking about this my wife and i go on nightly walks and we've talked about that like do we have nostalgia for the 90s because we were younger then? Or is it because things just seemed simpler then? I mean, things were always shitty. Like, there's always war. There's always racism. There's always all this shit. But it wasn't, like, bombarded in your face as much as it is now. So it seemed like a simpler time. Yeah, man, I don't want to get all Alex Jones on this triumphant 200th episode. Mm -hmm. But I agree, number one, that, you know... All that stuff has always existed. Life mm. has always sucked for a certain amount of people. Sure. But I, I, I'm going to say this with the utmost belief in myself and what I'm about to say. I don't think it matters what side of the political spectrum you're on mm. or the religious spectrum mm. or anything like that. I think we could all come together and agree that the media, the mass media, the mainstream media... Yeah, is the enemy, dude. I can't stand it. I can't stand ultra liberal news organizations. Mm -hmm. I can't stand ultra conservative news organizations. Yeah. And I think it all kind of came to fruition for me during these COVID times. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, the the, the problem with the mass media is you, it's it's you got the liberal side with the MSNBC, and then you got the Fox News and they're all they're all in the pockets of of the of big business elites who care nothing about society and the little guy. Spot on, Jesse. Spot on, Mr. Ventura. It's crazy. Like when it comes to the COVID stuff, it's like mm -hmm. I keep seeing all these mixed messages. Something that was news one day or fact one day is not fact the next day. Like yeah. How many times can we go back and forth between the COVID-19 virus can be transmitted in the air or it can't, or it lives on a surface or it can't, or, or it can't. Yeah. if you get it, you're going to die. Or if you get it, it's a cold. It's like, dude, why is the truth so hard to find and to promote regardless of what side of yeah. the political spectrum you're on or whatever? Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, it was like, well, it can only kill old people. So you're fine if you're under the age of like 65. And it's like, well, hold on now. It's yeah, and kids, now, so. last thing I heard, it's like, oh, the, the 20 to 40 demographic is getting hit hardest with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. and then, then you get people blaming it on both sides. Like, there's people that say the resurgence was because of one Trump rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Then there's people saying it's because of all the um, protesting and, mm -hmm. and things, which, let's be honest, either of those things will spread COVID. You're yeah, around I mean, people. It doesn't matter what you're doing. When you're putting thousands of people together in an area, it's going to, it, that's just, it's a Petri dish. You have that, Absolutely. and then you have early reopenings of all these businesses. That's a problem. That's something that's happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust the media is the problem. I think it sucks, mm -hmm. dude. I worked in the news industry for almost 12 years. I worked at mm -hmm. three different newspapers. Uh, I was never a news, a newsie, a newsboy, but I worked in the graphic design department, but we were hand in hand with the news side. We all came together right. to make a thing to line your dog crates with, you know? Yeah. But dude, it's just, it's all bullshit, man. And it's like, I just yearn. I yearn for the truth. 
because the mm-hmm. truth will set you free, Josh. A- Amen, brother. Now, listen, I wanted to get the show started out on a terrible note, but we're going to get right to the meat and potatoes. Yeah. But first, some advertisements. Boyspodcast.com. It's a hub of all things boys. There you will find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the episodes, the archives. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. If you feel inclined, if, you're, if you've been listening for 200 episodes or you've been listening for two episodes, smash that golden donate button. Send us a few bucks. It would be awesome. Donate a, do- donate a dollar for every episode you've listened to. I love it. I was going to say $10 for every episode, oh, but yeah. I know you know everybody already spent their stimulus check. Like, yeah. send us a buck or two. It would be awesome. Boyspodcast.com. Boys, it's available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube. Leave a review on iTunes. Subscribe everywhere you can subscribe because it lets you know what we are doing, and it lets us know that you love us. So subscribe. Email us, boys at boyspodcast.com. Send us some feedback. Put your physical address in the bottom of the email, and we'll send you out some free stickers. Listen, I just got a roll of stickers. Mm -hmm. They are beautiful. They are colorful. And let me tell you, they're downright sticky. I want to get them out to you. So email us, show (laughs) topics, guest ideas, criticisms, comments, concerns, whatever it is. Email us, boys at boyspodcast.com. We might even read it on the show. Thank you to our sponsors, Anthem, anthembrewing.com. Oh, the slow crack of an anthem. Located at 908 Southwest 4th Street here in Oklahoma City. Tap room is open. Go in, get your beer. I think they sell wine, too. They have like a whiny kind of a thing, like a barley wine drink. It's really good. It's summertime. You wouldn't know it today because we got hit with a crazy storm. Did but you know every time you drink an anthem, hmm. you get to choose one of three things. What's that? You can add... Seven seconds to your life. Mm-hmm. You can add seven inches to your dong. Wow. Or you can add seven cup sizes if you're a lady. So the choice is yours, people. Anthem Brewing. 777. Fatbison.com. Fat Bison. Proprietor, creator. Uh, woods, not woodsman. Uh, well, he's I, a, he's I a think woodsman. he's a woodsman. Yeah, yeah. he's a master he, woodsman. A master woodsman. Let him make you a hand curated sign. For your home, your RV. A lot of people have RVs. I heard this on the radio the other day. RV sales are at the highest they've ever been. Because you, know, you can't fly on a plane, so people are buying RVs. They're very yeah. expensive. It's a home on wheels. Did you know every time you buy a sign from Fat Bison, you exchange your hard-earned U.S. dollar for a wooden sign shipped to your door, hand-designed, hand-crafted. Listen, we've been talking about Fat Bison for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's been Very a friend of both Josh and I for many, mm-hmm. many years. He makes a great product. And the least you could do, the least you could do, is go to FatBison.com, take a look around. I've bought signs for parents Mm-hmm. bosses, mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. and even an enemy. And they all loved it. And that It's the great equalizer. Sign, the enemy sign just said, fuck you. Yep. In, in Old English. <laughs> yes. In a beautiful Old English. Actually, it was Joker Man font. It said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you. You don't matter. Love, Robbie. Ha, 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 ha. Fatbison.com. Champion Vintage. Champion underscore Vintage underscore OKC on Instagram. Give them a follow. Lastly, thank you so much. We couldn't have gotten to 200 episodes without the support of our friends 
and family. You're all like family to me. Oh, yeah. Here at We're Boys all boys. Podcast, we'll treat you all like family. We really appreciate y'all spreading the word. I say it week after week. Tell a friend about the show. If you like it, share it. Gotta get those numbers up and up and up. We're doing good. We want to do better. So tell a friend, and for that, we thank you. Now on with the show. Okay, we're here. Episode 200. We've got Josh and I to kick off the show. And then maybe, just maybe a little later, we're going to have a special guest for a little a little segment. We're going to be trying something new. And uh, as we go mm-hmm. forward with the episode, we're going to be implementing some new things. And we want y'all to sit back, relax, take a ride with me like Nelly. Josh, how's it going? Man, it's going great. Uh, so, you know... I guess the quarantine's kind of lifted with a lot of people, but we're all still kind of staying at home and watching shit on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, TV. We're all watching Netflix, right? It's all the same shit. But were you ever a fan of the old television series, Unsolved Mysteries? So as a child, mm-hmm. I remember hearing the theme song to Unsolved Mysteries. And when Mr. Was his name Robert Stack? Robert Stack, the man, okay. the myth, the legend. When Mr. Stack, rest in peace, that's mm-hmm. a mystery that was solved. When <laughs> he dead. entered the frame, he would mm-hmm. always enter like in a cloud of smoke. And I mm-hmm. want to say he always wore like a trench coat. Yeah, or... he always wore like a brown trench coat like he was Raphael on Ninja Turtles. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he always come in like, the summer of 1984, Betty Summers was walking her dog. Little did she know, she wouldn't be returning home. And then it's some do 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 that shit that music was tight and it kind of and i haven't heard it in a long time but i want to say it reminds me of kind of like stranger thing as stranger things-esque oh yeah yeah, yeah. stabby synth going on but the the show scared the shit out of me as a kid oh yeah 100 percent. we would watch it it would come on at night and my parents would watch it and i would i would watch it knowing it's gonna scare the shit out of me because not only was that intro music like that like there's like that synth like that, what do you call that? When it's just like a single chord, it's like arpeggio, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. Back. Yeah, yeah, like, like pad, a pad, that pad, like a yeah. swell, yeah, with with the arpeggiated synth over it. So it's that's just right. like, oh, it, that that's you had a pad synth with arpeggiated synth. You're scaring the shit out of some kids. That's happening. That's kid scaring music right there, hundred percent. But then you had the stories, which were always uh, dark, real, mm-hmm. real dark, like. A girl getting like raped and murdered, and they're gonna show like actual crime scene photos, and you're like, "Ah, dude, what was scarier to a kid, to a young boy, than crime scene photos?" Uh, wasn't that like a thing, like uh, kind of like the faces of death thing, right? Yeah, like kind back of. Back then, we didn't have the technology to like have everything at our fingertips, so you know, you'd gather the family around the old console TV, mm-hmm. uh, maybe have some chips and queso or a, a bag of popcorn yeah, yeah put on some unsolved mysteries and almost shit your pants every tuesday at seven. Oh man i loved it and then i found uh i was scrolling through the netflix and i saw unsolved mysteries on netflix and i thought oh they put up all the old episodes of unsolved mysteries and i was like ah i'll come back to it and then mm-hmm. a buddy of mine was like hey have you seen that new unsolved mysteries i was like new it's like yeah they're all new episodes 
So then I was like, I fucking, I need to re, refrighten myself. I want to step back, like we said earlier. I want that nostalgia of fear to pop, because nothing scares, you know, once you pass a certain age, like, scary movies don't scare you anymore. They're just like torture porn, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but I knew if anyone can deliver the true fright of mortality, it is Unsolved Mysteries, you know? Yeah, so, and Robert Stack himself was kind of a scary dude. Oh, well, yeah, that, it's that voice, you know? It's that it's the way he delivered it. So I put on these episodes, and they're more like documentary style. It's, it's not so much like reenactment. There's a lot of reenactments, but it's more documentary style. And There's like six or seven episodes, and each episode is an the creepiest of unsolved mysteries. They range from alien abduction to... A lost person who was murdered. How did he get murdered? There's a uh, there's so so a lot of death, a lot of death based shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of darkness and death. Have you watched the new ones yet? No. And I was gonna ask. Well, first of all, I didn't know that they existed until you brought it up. But who did they get to host? Please tell me it's Phil Moore from Nickelodeon's Nick Arcade. Oh man, that would be great. No, it was. There's no host, so it, oh. it's still. They still have that arpeggiated uh, pad sense music for the intro, but there's no host, and it just goes directly in like a documentary style. So, like, okay. the first one is about, um, ooh, sorry, this guy who goes missing for a few days, and they find his body in a, uh, like, a rec room of a hotel, and wait, the way he got there wait, is, wait. Hmm. The rec room? Like, was he at the club in the he gay was at the club. In he was at the club drinking uh, vodka sodas. And Listening then... <laughs> to The Prodigy? <sighs> okay, I only went to the rec room once. Was it like a... It was like where the goth kids hung out, right? So they called the rec room... So, okay, let me, let me go back. The rec room was a... I don't want to say it was a gay club. I think they called it a happy club where, like, everyone was welcome. You could really uh, let your freak flag fly. Right, and it was 18 and up, right? I don't think so. Now, if hmm. we're wrong, feel free to email us, boys at boyspodcast.com. Hit us up yeah. on Twitter or Instagram, wherever. But I want to say that I went before mm. I was 18. Now, maybe they had certain nights that were all ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I went once. And I don't know if I went, I may have went with you. But it was definitely high school times. And it was like, or maybe they said like, yeah, maybe they had an 18 and up night where it was come and dance with your friends. That's basically what it was, dance to industrial music with your friends. Yeah, it was industrial. It was like house, mm -hmm. jungle, drum and bass. It was uh, uh -huh. techno music. And I went, yeah. I probably only went like five times, may maybe seven times. And I do have a funny rec room story, if, if I may. Indulge uh, me. So I was working at the mall in one of my many mall jobs with uh -huh. my friend Brian Harvey who was this, like, older punk rock dude that I really looked... Well, he wasn't older. He was a few years older than me, but I really looked up to the guy. I mean, he mm -hmm. had the coolest piercings. Oh, yeah? And he, yeah, he took me there, and we went. And I, don't, I do not think I was 21 because I don't remember having anything to drink. No, I couldn't okay. have been 21. This was back in the 90s, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So we're, we're, like... I was kind of a wallflower when I went. Like, mm -hmm. I would, like, kind of move around, you know kind of like pseudo dance as as well as I could but I was never yeah, out yeah. there like cutting a rug you know and <laughs> I'm like scoping out this girl she was this really cute girl uh with bobbed hair she uh -huh. had this green tight 
shirt on with this black skirt and then like the knee high Doc Martin style boots. Oh, like the, what was like the, ten, not 10 eyelet. There's like those. Oh, they were like 30 eyelet. Yeah. All the way up to the knee. And the tall soles. Oh yeah. Like creepers. Yeah. And I remember like kind of giving her the eye, just kind of like flirting a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a long distance flirt. If you right, will. right. I uh, didn't have the, the, the nads to go up to her or anything. So um, I remember smoking a cigarette. And I, that, mu- that must mean I was 18. Maybe I was 17. And, you know, you could get cigarettes under 18, yeah. believe it or not. Back yeah, in you the could 90s. buy cigarettes when you're 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, she comes up to me and asks me for a cigarette. And I was like, oh, man, it's my in, baby. It's yeah. my in. And I, I give her a cigarette and I, I talk to her. And, uh, her name was Destiny or something like, we'll call her Destiny. Sounds like a good name. Something real cool. Yeah. Something yeah. kind of like, I don't know, mysterious, you know. Sexy. And we talked for a few, few, for what seemed like forever because I was like, <laughs> and she walks off and goes over to her group of friends and, and I lean over to Brian and I'm like, man, she was cute. And he was like, yeah, man, so was her Adam's apple. Uh, it was a dude. As dressed dude. as a girl who looked like yeah. uh, an older version of young Natalie Portman from The Professional. Oh, okay. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of that look. Even kind of dressed like that. Okay. But, you know, I wasn't like, oh, gross, yuck. Like, I, I was woke in the 90s, man. Oh, yeah. I was Pretty like, woke. oh, okay, cool, whatever. Baby, yeah. you only shag now, a shag later. You get them digits? Yeah. To the so Nokia anyway, that's 51. My story, so, so, so okay, go so ahead, basically, please. back back to the unsolved mysteries. It, it, it it's great. I'm just gonna say that. Give them a watch. I don't want to ruin anything. There's a lot of like Tiger King esque moments where you're just like, what the fuck? And I they, hope... are they going for more of? Because I I do remember the original. Like it was shocking and it was like scary, but it wasn't yeah. like tons of twists and turns. It was like a pretty straightforward story most of the time. Oh, uh, this one's it, it's a straightforward story, but it takes you. Each story takes you on this like journey through the process and kind of it kind of steers you in certain ways to like it's definitely like we want you to try to solve the mystery because it's okay. kind of solved. But yeah, man, like there's a hairdresser who goes missing and then she's found dead in the woods later. And you're like, is it the husband who who else the fuck could it be? You know, what I mean, like it's just they're, they're great stories. In fact, well, I want to go rewatch them so I can do a little detective work. Yeah, you know? I always wanted to I be will, a detective. I will give it a watch. I, you know, you should. It's funny you say that because I remember having a phase, and I think it was around the time that I saw Dick Tracy in theaters. Yeah, starring yeah. Warren Beatty. Was that uh-huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. Who else was in Dick Tracy? Do you remember? Charlie Corsmo was the kid who was also in What About Bob. Okay. Okay. Uh, who was the Who was the leading lady? I you forget her name, but I thought she was cute. Was there any of the villains? I know there was like what Al Squarehead. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. There was a lot of like they all had these like Flat weird top. names. Flat top, like, prune face, prune face, prune yes. face was one of them. Um, uh, Mumbles was Dustin Hoffman. Remember mm-hmm. that Mumbles? Mm-hmm. There and there was a lot of a uh, oh, there's oh some dude I forget his fucking name. He's a character actor. He's been in like. Every '90s movie playing a bad guy, basically the same bad guy. Okay, and he's and he plays Flat Top and Dick Tracy. What the hell is his name? Let what a great up. movie, though. 
yeah, it, it was so weird and stylized. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it just made me love the color yellow so much. Yeah. Yellow and red for some Dude, reason. Dude, I, I wanted a yellow trench coat and yellow fedora so bad as a kid. So Dude, bad. imagine how much of a fucking nerd. Mm-hmm. You would have looked like if you came back from summer break. You're 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 reading the old comics. You went uh-huh. and saw the movie. You, you got the wristwatch with the TV in it or whatever I had the one. transmitter. Yeah, and then you come back to school in a yellow fedora and yellow trench coat, looking <laughs> like a mustard-covered Robert Stack. It would have been crazy. Let me let me run down the the the. Uh, I'm not going to run down the cast because most of these people I've never heard of. Uh huh. But so at the top we got Dick Tracy, of course, of course, titular. Tit- Titular role. I love that word. Okay. Titular dick. Yeah. <laughs> then, you got, then you've got Charlie Corsmo, as you said, uh-huh. as kid. Mm-hmm. Then you have McGillicuddy, Stooge, Shoulders, The Rodent, The Brow, Little Face, Flat Top, Itchy, Tess Trueheart, Soprano, and Baritone. And the list goes on and on. But Madonna. Boy, was it Madonna? Yeah. Well, Madonna, she was the uh, the lounge singer, and then she also ended up being, um, not no face. What was it? Blank. The blank. The person okay. that had no face, just nose holes. Yeah. Oh, scary. Dude, she was so hot in that movie, though. Was Dick Tracy kind Okay. I was a young wiener, okay? Mm-hmm. Was Dick Tracy a little scary to you when you saw it as a kid? Oh, yeah. The, the mob characters were frightening because yeah. they wanted to... They shot it to where it was comic, like it looked like the comic, like how they did Sin City years later. Right. So they, the colors are very bright, a lot of shadowing, because it's supposed to look like it's pulled from the pages of a comic. Kind so of noir, made, you know? Yeah. They made all the villains look exactly like they did in the comics, which probably shouldn't have done, because like uh, Littleface was literally a dude with the, his head had to be bigger because you can't, they used a normal dude's face and then built right. this thing. It was super frightening. All those yeah. dudes were... I had nightmares about them. Even flat top, like his head was flat. Yeah, it was like... It, yeah, it was like a fucking... Yeah, it was a table. It was like a coffee table on the dude's yes. fucking head. And they were going to call him old coffee table head, but they had to shorten it to flat yeah, top. Yeah, well, you can't fit that on the IMDb, you know? True. You have to pay him per letter. So, uh... But oh, nightmares of those guys, but dreaming of being Dick Tracy, I think... I have a memory, and I wonder if it's true, if it's just something that I've always made up in my head, but I'm pretty sure when I was a child, I tried to go to school wearing one of those Party Galaxy uh, fedoras, you know, those like plastic ones that have like the felt around it or whatever, yes! you know? Oh my, they're like total like disposable fedoras. Yeah, you, like, you put them at like a well, murder mystery party and you throw them in the trash after that. And I totally I'm pretty sure that. I tried to wear one to school and my mom was like, don't, don't do that, dude. Don't, the, out of all don't, the cringe, don't wear that to school. Out of all the cringe things we've ever said on the show, you know, my Marilyn Manson show I put on, uh, yeah, and it, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. That might be up there towards the top. Man, I did a lot of cringe things as a kid. Uh, I was waiting to say by the bell, and um, I thought Zach Morris's cell phone was really cool. That that brick one, you know. Yeah. So I had a toy version of it. It could look real, and I carried it in my backpack to like second or third grade and it's uh, uh, something in my bag leaned against it because you know if you push the buttons it makes noises yeah and it just started like making a ringing noise 
And so I went to my bag. Like in the middle of class, it's dead quiet. And all of a sudden you hear that like shitty like. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I go to my bag and like I, I can't say that it's fake. So I'm pretending that I have this cell phone. I'm like, sorry, I'll turn it off. Now, did but you I take t- the call or did you just like. No, no, no. I, I kept it in my bag and then, I, you know, you break it in half to like, you don't break it, but you open it in half to pull the batteries out. Right. So I, I left it in my bag so I couldn't see and I opened it to let the batteries fall out and I put it back. Like, I turned it off. Sorry. Oh, man. Like, I'm such a cool kid with this cell phone. Why does a third grader need a cell phone? <laughs> they don't. They never no. did and they never will. And that's I'm, almost as douchey as when I made the fake pager and wore it to the skating <laughs> rink and checked the pager over and over because I thought I was cool. So bad. Oh, no wonder we're 38 with a podcast. We we carried fake shit to school like we were cool Seriously. kids. And now we do a I'm fake surprised, radio I'm surprised, show. I'm surprised this podcast isn't like like that scene in Wet Hot American Summer where the cables are just like hanging, going to nothing. Yeah, yeah. sometimes uh. I feel like it is. Let's be honest, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, back to the Unsolved Mysteries thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's no host, but there's a, there's a narrator, right? No. Well, really? It's all text on a screen. So like it'll open up and like t- the text will pop up showing you what the story is. Like Okay. 19- the things that Robert Stack would have said, it just appears on the screen as text because okay. you you can't replace Robert Stack, man. Nah, dude, he's the You're goat. Gonna, you know, <laughs> the goat. Um, my girlfriend Kate has been wanting me to watch Umbrella Academy. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, yeah, I watched the first season. Who and who's the dude that Gerard Way it? from? Yes. Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. He wrote the comics. That's and right. Produces the show. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah, and uh, Diana knew about it so we watched the show and i was very impressed like Liked the char- character about yeah the character okay. development's great it shot really well apparently okay. the second season's about to come out worth a watch definitely worth a watch okay and Get also my uh my brother-in-law you know mr jake barrow of course yeah. um he let me borrow the blue well okay so long story short we had a little birthday party uh, for the little one last weekend mm-hmm. just a very mm-hmm. small socially distant very safe get-together and we got on the subject of movies that I haven't seen, which, you know, I could sit here and talk for hours. It could be a marathon of, of yeah, movies yeah, yeah. I haven't seen. Also, maybe movies I was too much of a pussy to watch when I was a kid. But and movies you told people you'd seen, maybe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you'd said you've seen? I carried around a, an empty DVD case to school and was like, oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen all these, of course. Yeah. Fall out of my backpack. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something here. Uh-huh. I have never seen Jaws. Yeah. Never seen I, it. I, I hadn't seen it until a couple of weeks ago, and I saw it for the first time. Well, he let me borrow the Blu-ray, the like mm-hmm. deluxe edition Blu-ray, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to give it a watch, you know, during this, uh, even though you and I are back to work and life is, for now, somewhat sort normal. of back to normal or the yeah. new normal, uh, I'm going to give Jaws a watch. I've I've heard great things. Well, Breaking uh, news, Jaws breaking is a news. good movie. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, when you do, you're gonna find out that um, it's uh, it's a lot like what it's a kind of metaphorical for what's going on now. You know, like okay, pretend jo- just replace a shark or sorry, a disease, a pandemic with a shark. Same okay. fucking shit. All right, it's great. Well, I'll be I'll be ready for it. I feel like I'm mentally prepared. Yeah, just got to get in the. Got to get in the physical zone of sitting down to watch a movie. I find it hard to sit still for 
especially older movies are always like over two hours long, and that's yeah, that's a lot of time to like sit still and not look at your phone or, yeah, or yeah. do something. You know, I did that the other night with a movie called The Firm. Remember the movie The Firm with Tom I Cruise? I do. Yeah, never seen it, and I was skipping through shit. You know, you do that. You scroll through things until something comes up, and the firm popped up, and I was like, I've never seen it. And Diana said, it's good. Watch it. So I watched it. And I tried not to pull, you know, thing like you get 10 minutes into a movie, and then you pull your phone out and start checking it. Yep. Every time. And I tried not to. It's a great movie. Good little film. Uh, but it is like two hours long. And by like, we got, I got like, I didn't realize halfway through it. I thought it was almost over. I was like, ah, I'll turn it off and, and finish the last 30 minutes in bed. And I go to pause it so I know so it'll hold my place to go to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And when I pause it, I see there's another hour and 20 fucking minutes left. <laughs> it's like, dude, uh, that's, yeah, that's the worst. You know, I'm, I'm kind of weird about time. Mm-hmm. And if that happens to me, I get this weird feeling of panic, like tw- hour and 20 minutes. God, I'm wasting my life watching the firm. <laughs> yeah. Like how, what that, what if that hour and 20 minutes, I'm never going to get back. Yeah, but it was a great film. I think the same thing with Jaws. It's a long movie, but it's worth the watch. Well, now, see, if you had to I... watch like a three-hour movie that sucked, like right. for me, I know you're an Avatar fan. You love it. I do. But dude, when I went to the theater and saw Avatar, I walked out going, "It's three hours of my life. I'm never going to get back." But it I... looked beautiful. Yeah, I it walked looked out with beautiful. a boner. I bet um, you did. Same with Jaws. I'm really into fish fucking. But I'll, I'll give it a watch. I yeah. will. I will let you know what I think. Um, I'm. I'm going to do my best to not be distracted by a yeah. laptop or a phone or a dog or you know. Well, any of that I've stuff. been thinking about that. So when things do reopen, and hopefully eventually we'll get back to going to movie theaters and watching movies in a theater, will people have gotten so used to having their phones with them watching shit? You know, because they're. In, it's been four months now. Right. You're, you're free to watch movies however you want at home. So when they reopen theaters, people start going back to the movies. Are there? Are we going to see more people with their fucking phones out yeah. just because it's uh, ingrained in them to do so? You know, it's just reaction. Or will we be so thankful to go to the movie or the concert mm-hmm. that we're going to finally decide to live in the moment and, and lose track of time for two hours or so? Yeah. I w- Hopefully I think that. If I mean, I know they have reopened theaters, but whenever it gets to the point where I feel comfortable going to a movie theater, um, I will leave my phone in the car. Like, I'll put it in the glove box or something. Because think about it this way. You turn it off when you get in the theater, right? So it's off. Oh, I don't. I just, you, I mean, my. it's funny. <laughs> you don't turn it off? No, no. I just, I, I put it, I would say I put it on silent, but my mm-hmm. phone is always on silent. Mm-hmm. In fact... If I hear a phone ring anywhere, oh, it's upsetting. I, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Put it on vibrate. Do, okay, so not only just like a phone ringing, but when it's like a uh, a, uh, a customized ringtone, where like you're at like a Seven Eleven or something, and so, and all of a sudden you hear like like what the fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. I'll be like in line at Schlotsky's and you hear mm-hmm. fucking Crazy Frog and you're like, what year am I in? What is this? Ring what tones, are you, you paid for that? Ringtones are dumb. They're old. They're they're boomer. Ringtones are boomer. Dude, I, I rarely, rarely these days hear a custom ringtone. I mean, I've heard like 
I've been through the ringtones on the iPhone, so I, I kind of recognize mm-hmm. most of those. And I remember the, the staples, classic, the classics, yeah. the classic ringtones. And I remember like the Nokia, the that there's a Comedy Central show, and I can't remember the name of it, but that was one of the bits. Was it would be that ringtone, and this dude would whip out like a giant oversized cell phone. Do you remember that? I don't. And you'd be like, "Hello!" It's a British show, and you'd hear all you'd hear is like he's at a park sitting on a bench, and you hear that, and then he'd just whip out this like gigantic phone because that was the joke. Phones were so tiny back then. Right. No, I don't but, remember that. Do you remember uh, ringtone commercials? That you can, I do like, remember. Call and download ringtones to your phone, but you had to pay for them. Yeah, it'd be like uh, you had your crazy frog, you know, you had mm-hmm. things like that. You had the dancing baby, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then you also had like "What" by Little John. That was always a big one. Yeah, ringtone rap, a lot of ringtone rap, and that was big. I mean, I, I would say that's kind of what rap is now, except because they just say like one line over and over. You know, yeah. Like, Little John was perfect ringtone rap. He he was he was the perfect ringtone rapper. And now it's, and rough. now that era is gone. You don't yeah. get residuals on a ringtone. No, and I haven't seen... I mean, I don't think anybody's seen a ringtone commercial in 10 years, probably. But you used to see them all the fucking time. And when I see yeah. these commercials, like... I thought we were done with commercials, like having these paid services like Hulu and Netflix and all that shit. But Hulu still plays commercials. And, and it they play me the out. same commercials over and over. Oh, like if you're nice. watching a series, especially... Mm-hmm. Let's say you're watching, I don't know, Married with Children on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's three commercial breaks in one episode. The same commercial plays two of those three times, if not all three times. Like I get so tired yeah. of hearing about like a certain new drug that, you know, cures your diarrhea, but the side Gives effect you list, yeah. yeah, the side yeah. effect list is way worse. Like I, yeah. I don't know. Or it's like a, a laundry detergent. Like I don't care. I wish there was an option on your com- controller just to go, not this ad. But they always yeah, do that thing like before it says thumbs down it. Well, I love when they let you choose your own adventure with the commercial, and it'll yeah. pop up like two different. Do you want this one or this one? And I want. How about none? I'm paying yeah. you eight dollars a month. You know what I mean? How about? Do, would you rather have uh, diarrhea commercials or erectile yeah. dysfunction commercials? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, what's the shortest one? Yeah, like I'll take the twenty second one over like the minute one. Yeah, please. I'll go with the diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> give me the diarrhea. Yeah, I've been watching, so to get me through these trying times, Mm -hmm. I've been watching uh, videos on Reddit, Mm -hmm. on the subreddit, r slash public freakout. Yeah. And there's a lot of them right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. the world's always been crazy. Like I said earlier, it's always sucked for certain people. And those certain people sometimes are different throughout time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I try to be optimistic. I try to think that there's good in the world, even even through these times. But uh, if you go over to Public Freakout on Reddit, it really squashes that into the dirt. Yeah, it makes you... So what's funny is, I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube of the exact same thing, uh, not knowing you were you were doing the Reddit thing. And so I sent you a, a Public Freakout video, because you, know, like you a, watch one, and then it'll like just a compilation. pop up Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like a greatest hits of public freakouts. And they're all called like Karen public freakouts or some shit. Like Karen's in, in the wild or something. Yeah. And I sent you one and you were like, dude, I've been following this thing on Reddit. So then you would send me some from Reddit. And they're fun. They're fun to watch because you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? And nine yeah. times out of ten, the person filming 
is the bad guy in the situation, but they don't yeah, know a it. lot. Yeah. So, but I think you said it too was it's, is this doing anything for my brain, my soul? Yeah. Or am I, am I harming myself? You know, am I harming me as a person by watching this shit? Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. It gets to be soul sucking after a while. And you know, it, like, I love to see somebody get punched if they're being an asshole, you know, sure. or you see the person that's like angry in a Burger King and like, like throws something, you know, and yeah. then gets kicked out. Like a lot of it is social. And I don't mean social justice in like the woke, you know, yeah, yeah. blue haired, non-binary sense. Yeah. I mean like, yes, like they got what's coming to them, you know? Yeah. You, yeah, you got kicked out of a place cause you, you're an asshole. Someone yeah. called you out for being an asshole. Yeah. I saw yeah. one this morning, um, it was a lady working at McDonald's. She was a very tall, big woman. And I don't mean like overweight or hungry or anything. I mean like she was just a big chick, yeah. right? Amazonian. And this, yeah, this young girl that was in like this little tube top and like little booty shorts, mm. she threw, the customer, threw a milkshake at the big woman who was working the counter. And dude, the woman behind the counter jumped over the counter and just proceeded to beat the fuck out of her. Yeah. And at first I was like, this is awesome. And then about 20 seconds into the beatdown, I felt <laughs> bad for just laughing at this. Th yeah. Because the girl that was getting her ass kicked, her titties popped out. <laughs> and, you know, the first thing that came to mind was that Dave Chappelle from Half Bag. Now that's a titty. Now that's a titty, yeah. yeah I love that scene in that movie. And, and yeah. you know, we've said it before on the show, what's mm. better than a free titty, you know? Nothing. Nothing. And to be honest, it was a nice titty. <laughs> I wish I could have seen both of them. Yeah. But yeah. you got the snake. But how embarrassing that you're getting your ass kicked while one titty is hanging it out. It just flopped out. I saw one where a titty was exposed. It was this racist bitch. I'm going to say that word because this chick was racist as fuck. She's probably in her 50s. And she's being racist toward this fellow customer. Uh, telling her to, quote, go back where she came from. And this chick proceeds to call her out, uh, tell her she's being rude. Um, she didn't curse at her or anything. And then this white lady goes over to the girl and then slaps her so hard in the face, her titty pops out of <laughs> yes. her top. Like, yes. how, how hard do you have to hit someone where a titty pops out? Dude, seriously. Or like, imagine, you know, we don't have boobs. We're guys. Yeah. Imagine if you got hit so hard that your dick fell out. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Like, I would be on either end of that and feel good about myself. Oh, like, even if I was the one taking the punch and my dick fell out, like, how yeah. awesome. Like a world star video where it's like, I can see if you're wearing like gym shorts or something. Yeah. And like you're getting, you're in a scuffle and then you fall, your shorts fall down, your dick falls out. I get that. Or maybe you're notorious for uh, when you get excited and you like you, your your adrenaline's pumping and you know you're about to be in a fight. Then maybe you get a hard on, maybe. And then your dick like you have to go from six to midnight. You yeah, know, and flip yeah, yeah. your dick up in your waistband, mm -hmm. and then your dick flies out of your shorts and you have a boner. <laughs> like how embarrassing would that be? Oh, almost as embarrassing as bringing a, a fake phone to school. Almost. Yeah, I've been watching. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of those too, and uh, yeah, it makes me feel bad it it hurts my soul but i think i need to watch them because it shows me just how fucked up 
the world is, you know, yeah. like there are people out here and it's not just one or two people. There are a lot of people out there who think it's totally okay just to treat people like shit. Mostly yeah. people are treating fast food workers like shit, which oh, is dude, unacceptable to me, man. Yeah, it's the worst. Like, first of all, don't do it because they'll probably, well, not. I don't want to say that, but you might get some spit in your food. You might get some spit in your food. Or worse, you know. But my thing is, it's always, they always talk shit about like, uh, I ordered a milkshake and this is the wrong milkshake. And they start cussing them out and being like, I make more money than you. You're always going to work here. You're a piece yeah. of shit. Blah, blah, yep. blah. I'm like, dude, why you got to go there? They're 16. And where did you work when you were 16? Yeah. And all of this over a milkshake, they'll, they'll fix it. I've yeah. never, I've, yeah. I've gotten wrong orders before. Sure. I've never quote unquote carined out over no. a milkshake. No. Or the wrong size French fries. Like, I'll go up there and be like, hey, I ordered a large and I got a, a kid's size or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But never would I ever be that shitty to somebody. No, yeah, cause again, they're going to fix it, dude. Calm down. And it's always like, the phone's always out after the, quote, initial thing happened. Like, yeah. oh, well, you were calling me this and this. And like, no, I wasn't. Well, why weren't you recording it then when they were already calling you the thing? I just... It angers me. It upsets me that people are like that. And it upsets Dude, me that totally. people are... Racism in it is what really... There's a lot of the public freakouts that it's uber racist. And I'm not saying all Trump people are racist. But every Trump person in these videos are racist. Yeah. They, all the ra they, oh, Sorry. All the racists in these videos are Trump fans. Yeah. They're, uh, they're easy to pick out as far yeah. as like the dumb people. You know, not to mm -hmm. say every person that doesn't hate trump is an idiot but yeah it's right. nine times out of ten there's a there's a the, we talk about the venn diagram a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a big overlap i mm -hmm. saw something the other day too uh and of course it was by a bunch of karens that mm -hmm. they were saying that saying karen is as bad as calling a black person the n-word yeah and i'm like no 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 no, no. no, no, no crazy not. you're probably offended and here's the thing. If you don't want to be called a Karen, don't be a Karen. You know what I mean? It's it's really that easy. Yeah. Just next time you find yourself. We've all been there. We've I've been in situations where I got heated and I may have done some really dumb things. There was a I can think of one specific time where I did. And to this day, I feel very, very bad about it. But it's in those moments of anger where you step back, you take a deep breath and you go, is this worth me getting pissed off about? Right. Is this worth making a scene over and you just kind of you you goose fabra and you move on you know yeah it's, i've never thrown a milkshake let's put it that way no 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 but i have i've yelled at people and i i feel bad about it and i don't want to be that person you know well man listen times are a changing mm -hmm. you know the world is is wild it's mm -hmm. real weird wild stuff mm -hmm. but the thing that really got me lately, and maybe I might Karen out over this next time mm -hmm. I go, but they changed the name of Whitewater. Yeah, I Karened out to myself when I heard that. Like, in my head, I was like, not my Hurricane Harbor or whatever. Right. Is it called Hurricane Harbor now? I think that's what it's called now. Okay, so this, this, in, this was an institution. It was an aquatic entertainment institution that... We all went to. Yeah, it's like two Bay. miles from my house. A beautiful Our place. Our house in the middle of the street. And in the middle of the street was a aquatic entertainment park, which is a weird thing. 
but it was fun. And now they, the name has changed. It is owned solely by the Six Flags Corporation. And, you know, it's, it's just like these corporate fat cats, you know? Oh, like yeah. Johnny Six Flags to come in here and fuck up a good thing. You know? Now, are they going to change the names of all the rides? You know? Possibly. What if, what if the rides were problematic, you know? Or are they just changing well, it because now they own it and they can do what they want? This is my water park, and I can call these rides mm-hmm. the Acapulco Cliff Dive. Nope. Now it's called the <laughs> Texas Slide or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like something stupid. Or Why yeah. would it be Texas if it's in Oklahoma? But you know what well, I mean. Well, there is the black hole. I'm sure they'll change that because that's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, are, what were some other ones? I, I, I knew them as like the Rock Ride. The, okay. <laughs> the, hey, the Lazy River. The one in the trees. The Lazy River is where you go to take a piss. But as a kid, I never noticed this. But as an adult, last time I went there, I was of age. And uh, I noticed the Lazy River is actually where the drunk people go. Oh, yeah. Like, you're drunk. I'm just going to lay on a raft and just go around this bitch like six laps. Yeah, or you just pick up your feet and let the water do the walking. You know, you just yeah. you just go. Do you remember that myth that I, I guess we'd call it file it under school bus folklore that mm-hmm. if you pee in the water at Whitewater, what yeah. happens? The water turns blue. Or like the, dark it turns blue. the color around yeah. you, yeah. So yeah. You, I'm not going to pee in the pool. But everyone pees in the pool. Peeing in a slide, it all happens. I Dude, got stuck in a ride once there. Did you piss? Uh, I had to. I was stuck in the ride. Yeah. I got stuck. I got stuck in the, uh, not the black hole. It was one of those where the tube is like small. Okay. You know, like it's a smaller tube. It was one of those green ones, like almost the clear green. Was it, it wasn't the Bermuda Triangle, was it? No, 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 no. It's over okay. there by the rocks where like you can like jump off of them and stuff. There's tubes. And I got stuck in one because I was a fat kid. And they had to send another kid down to, like, jolt me loose. Yeah, the, the lifeguard at the top was like, oh, great, here comes Augustus Gloop. <laughs> here come, here get, comes get the Get the fatty. Vaseline ready. <laughs> Rub them down. <laughs> and then uh, I was left at Whitewater Bay. I'm not sure if I talked about this on the, episode, on the show before, but I was a child and went with my aunt and my cousins and my mother, and they left me at Whitewater. <laughs> we had a That's whole wild. day. Now... Did they leave mm-hmm. you because you were being an asshole kid and they were like, fuck you, we're leaving you here to teach you a lesson, but we're going to come back and get you in like 20 minutes. Nope. It was oh. a Home Alone situation where they thought they had all the kids and they totally did not. And they didn't realize it and they had to turn back around, wow. come back in. I didn't realize I was lost. I just realized, I was like, I'm by myself. Yeah. Doing all I this lost fun the group. Shit. Yeah. Lost the group. Hey. And it was that Home Alone moment. Like, I made my parents disappear. Like, I'm just going to fucking write everything twice. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go stand by the Acapulco cliff dive and hope that a thong gets wedged up a girl's butt, you know, or a titty pops out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A free titty, a free titty to whitewater free titties were the best. I was probably like ten or eleven. Yeah. Oh, I saw him. I saw. I saw about five boobs at whitewater growing up. Pairs or no? It's always one. It's never a good pair. It's always just one. Like the bathing suit slides over the side. Well, it's like you come out of that any one of the rides and as you come off the bottom of it you hit the pool water mm-hmm. hard so something's gonna something's gonna pop off mm-hmm. I, my, my shorts popped off once hey luckily I, listen I, didn't float away. I, was, I was gonna say i'm i'm an equal opportunist i saw whitewater dick too or excuse me, hurricane harbor hog i saw both <laughs> when i was whitewater wang yes yeah uh bermuda triangle butt huh okay we should stop i know speaking <laughs> of man uh, yep. We need to take a little break real quick, and we yeah. will be back to wrap up the episode right after this. 
Okay, we're back with our very special guest, Lucas Dunn from the Free Queso Podcast. How's it going, Lucas? What's up, boys? So you reached out to us. Uh, we did a a question. We've been doing these polls each week. And, and Josh, what was this week's? This week's was what store from the mall from childhood that no longer exists. Okay, what? Okay, sorry. What was your favorite store in the mall growing up that no longer exists? Because there's yes. a lot. What brought that up was uh, last episode we talked about Sharper Image, which is a no longer R.I.P. No longer with us store <laughs> in, in that, the brick and mortar sense. Right, all right. But it that store had so much. For, I, I'm sure everybody, every child of the '90s has a Sharper Image memory. Yeah, and then that we got, all wanted like an electric tie rack. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's. <laughs> Dad gifts for Christmas. Or, or like I said last week, the six and a half foot tall Predator. Yes. That was like $10,000 yeah, or something. I think it was literally, not literally, I think it was like three grand. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money. Yeah. So it got me thinking about stores in the mall that we loved going to that are no longer here. And Lucas, you reached out and you said, I want to be a part of that. If you guys talk about it on the show, I got some stories to tell. I want to be a part of it. You were a mall rat. Robbie and I were mall rats. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I think uh, Lucas, we we met at the mall, man, and we met at the mall. Yeah, you worked at Hot Topic. I remember you were like hustling Torrance Crump cassette tapes. Yes. Oh damn, that's old school. And I bought a tape from you. Like I think it was in front of the Glamour Shots or something. Yeah, <laughs> right around the corner from the old Hot Topic. Yeah, dude, that's wild. I remember. Because I had a few jobs in that mall. My first job in, in Crossroads Mall was a little store, little shoe store, called the Athlete's Foot. <laughs> which, first of all, what a terrible name for a shoe store. Yeah. like I, I understand, like, it, Athlete's Foot, get it? Because we sell shoes for, like, basketball players. We sell cleats. But Athlete's Foot is fucking gross. Don't name your Naming store for something gross. store after a fungus. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> It'd be like if Fredericks of Hollywood was called, like, Herpes Incorporated, or you know, right. herpes of Midwest City, or whatever. You yeah, know? baby gaps called diaper rash. Yes, no, yeast in, yeah, the yeast infection emporium. Oh. Yes, <laughs> Lou Dog's yeah. yeast infections and more. Right, right, right in the entrance of Crossroads Mall. But ye old yeast infections. So, I, yeah, I, I was working at Athlete's Foot, which mm -hmm. was right across the uh, the hall, the, right mm -hmm. looking right at Hot Topic when it was being built, opened, whatever. And I remember being into like punk rock and new metal and shit like that, working at a shoe store, having to kind of dress like a referee. And it was really <laughs> embarrassing. There was a track like inside the Like you had the, the zebra, store. like the, the black and white. Sort yeah. of. Yeah, some days, like we had a few different work shirts and we had to coordinate them on the day. A lot of times it was a blue polo with some khakis and like some, I was wearing like some shell toes. But yeah, sometimes we had to wear like, I think it was during Final Four season, maybe we had to wear like you know, college basketball referee looking shirts, but mm -hmm. <laughs> there was also a track on the floor that. going around and like a which, wood, wood track and yeah, like that. a red wood track. The carpet mm -hmm. was blue. And that means anytime a kid came in, they would just run around that track and we'd have to tell kids to stop. You know, they're pulling shoes off the rack. It was horrible. And I would look across as fast forward, or it's not fast forward. We'll get to that as hot topic was being <laughs> built the very mm -hmm. first one in Oklahoma. And I would look over there longingly like, please give me a job. And they finally well, to, did. 
Well, that Hot Topic had those like that the wrought iron gate shit that look. It looks so goth and like, what the fuck is this gonna be? It had like the amber, like Jurassic Park style, like installations in the gate that had like spiders and shit in it too. Oh, it was so dope. But I remember Lucas seeing you at the mall constantly once I started working at Hot Topic. Dude, I lived at malls like all through like junior high and high school uh huge mall rat so like i think it started i i was skateboarding and my friend charlie who was vietnamese and unfortunately named that as his american name yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, tough. Then, That's tough times. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and his actual Vietnamese name is Gu, which I think translates. It's basically like the Vietnamese version of like Dick. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. <laughs> so he just had it bad yeah. all around. He's a cop in Norman now. He's like the worst kid that I hung out with back in the day. Now, are you um, still in contact with this guy? No. Okay. I was he, like, I wonder if he's a good cop or a bad cop, considering his upbringing. He would even back in the day like. I mean, he was like a criminal and he would talk about how, like, when I grow up, I want to be like, I want to be a cop, but I want to be a crooked cop, like someone that like steals drugs from people and busts them and then like resells them. Wow. And we should say allegedly, we should say allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) No, he said that. He said that. I don't know if he's actually done it as an adult. Right. But that's what he would talk about when he was like 14 or 15 years old. And he hit me up on Facebook about a year ago. And he's just like, hey, do you want to reconnect? And I looked at his profile and saw that he was a Norman cop. And I'm just like, fuck no. <laughs> like, I just left him on red. Dude, that, that happened to me once, uh, actually, with the person that I reference a lot on this show, who I always call a different name. But he was kind of like the weed-smoking Pantera fan in high school. And now he's like a Border Patrol agent. Ugh. And dude, like, we did the same thing. Like, one of us reached out to the other one. And I took a look at his Facebook and I was like, no way. Like the Homer Simpson backing into the bush. Like, <laughs> no, nope, never going to happen. Yeah. Ugh. And he, I mean, he was like the worst kid that I hung out with. Like the one that would always just like egg you on to do things that you shouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. But so his parents owned the dollar stores that were at Crossroads Mall and Shawnee Mall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I know who you're talking about now. I remember his face. It just popped into my head. Totally remember him. I'll call him out. He's a cop. Fuck it. Charlie Mai. Calling out cops. I'll call out cops. Um, so we would like stay at his parents' house, like way out in the boonies in Choctaw. And then basically like the next morning we would like, so like on the weekends or whatever, Saturday morning, like we'd go with them and just like hang out at the mall all day. And then we'd like work a few hours at their shop. And then just like for free, probably out. right. Like you're not getting paid. Oh, we got paid. Okay. I mean, it was like under minimum wage, right. but you know, we were like fourteen, fifteen, so it was like five bucks an hour, and just like to basically watch the store. Yeah, yeah. Well, they well they yeah, got an just orange like juice cash register, whatever. Yeah. I remember that dollar store. It was like junky as fuck in there, right? Is mm-hmm. this the one I'm thinking yeah. of? Like a lot of green neon, maybe on the sign, or yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot of like little like porcelain miniatures. Yes, yeah, just like just. Ticky tacky bullshit. Yeah. Um, But we had crazy stories, like especially like Shawnee Mall, because like there's all like the dirtbag skaters that would hang out there. Yeah. Uh, 
I got high there for the first time. Can I tell my story about getting high for the first time? Sure, please. <laughs> so we were just hanging out in the food court. There's this guy named Chuck. He was way old. I mean, at least for us, like he was probably like mid-20s. He'd been to jail before. We were all teenagers. So he was cool. Yeah, he was like, well, yeah, I guess he thought he was cool. Right. I right. don't know. We kind of thought he was cool, but he like wore, you know, white undershirts with the pack of smokes rolled up. Still kind of a loser, but because you could tell he was just like latching on to youth. Sure. Right. He was in his head cool. To him, yeah. he was like the shit. <laughs> so we're like hanging out in the food court and he's like, do you kids want to get high? And Charlie says that he'd smoked once or twice before with his cousin or something. I'd never smoked weed before, but I didn't want to be a narc. And I was just like, sure, let's try this out. So we go out to his like beat up. I mean, just like fucking gold 70s Pontiac, just like dirt bag sedan. Yes. And we're hot boxing and the security, like the mall security cars are like driving around and we keep ducking. And after we, so <laughs> he has this coffee can, like one of those like old, like metal Folgers, like the big aluminum. Yeah. Tins. You put yeah. your like screws and nails in it. So they get all yeah. rusty. Yeah. But it's like full of swag and has a bunch of like rolled up joints, like pre-rolls on top. Hell yeah. So, Ahead of so his time. He, yeah. <laughs> so he pulls one out and he's just like, yeah, we pass it around we're ducking security, and then when we finish with it, you know, he asks us, like, how are you boys feeling? And I didn't feel anything. And he was like, once you hit the air, you <laughs> will. Yeah. And so it was like some movie shit yeah. where, like, I step out of the car, and all of a sudden I'm just like, everything's in slow motion, mm -hmm. just like, oh, my God. Yeah, you pull like a Jeff Spicoli rolling out of a, a smoke-filled vehicle and just yeah. like, wob, 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 <laughs> yeah. wob. What mall was totally. this? Totally. And so... I think you said Shawnee Mall. Shawnee Mall? Okay. Shawnee Mall, yeah. And so we we were both, like, paranoid and just, like, all the... Everybody's looking at us. We can't go back to work at the shop. Because, you know, like our parents are going to know or his parents are going to know. So we go sit inside the arcade for a while and we're just like sitting at one of those like, what is it? Like California Race Center or whatever. Like oh, the, the Cal California Run. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just like sitting there and then all the, I mean, it's just like so overstimulating. I'm just tripping my balls off and we're freaking out. And so Charlie is like, let's just go see a movie and just sit down and chill out and we'll feel be better in a little bit. Yeah. And so since we knew everybody, all the dirtbags that worked at the mall, like they would just let us in to like whatever movie we wanted to see, mm -hmm. like just give us a free pass. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, I think a two screen and one of the movies that was playing was a brand new movie that just came out. And so Charlie was like, let's go see this new movie. It was American History X. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. And so I'm just, like, peeking during, like, the opening curb stomp scene. Oh. And the whole time, I'm just like, I am never coming down off of this. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And you're, uh, I don't, it was very frightening. Great movie. 
Yeah. I never watched it again. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> enough. That's for intense, you. man. For, a, for especially for a. You said you were what? Fourteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I was like fourteen. Yeah, I think it was fourteen. Okay. Yeah, Ninety-eight came out. Ninety-eight. Yeah. Damn. Dude, that's wild, man. And and everything you described about this this older guy is like what I'm sure he's exactly what I'm picturing in my head. Yeah. Like, do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember Beavis and Butthead? And they thought that guy was cool. That older guy. I forget his name. But he was like a dirtbag dude. He's like, whoa, Todd yeah. is cool or whatever. This yeah, guy. it was Todd. Yeah, I think it was. T no, Todd was the dork. Okay. Um, well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's probably. Chuck was that guy, though. Yes. Like, he was like him in person. Like Yes. Well, dude, I remember seeing you at Crossroads Mall. I mean, constantly, whether it was like hanging out at the arcade or outside, maybe getting a smoke or something or or in front of uh, Subway or, or the. Crossroads Mall didn't really have a food court per se. They had autonomous units for mid-mall snacking. <laughs> so I, I just remember seeing you so That's much. That's right, Brody. And honestly, dude, like, I thought you were, like, the coolest dude. And what was funny, though, is, like, a lot of people thought I was cool because I worked at Hot Topic, which was cool at the time. Mm -hmm. But I was a fucking virgin nerd, man. Like, I just lucked out because I worked across the hall, and I lucked so out. Was I thought job. you were the cool guy because you worked at Hot Topic. Uh, see, I worked at Subway. Yes. Eat fresh. You were a sandwich artist before that was okay. You worked at Subway when Subway was still good. Do you remember that? Remember when Subway was like still good? Like yeah. when they had the black and white pictures of like New York City subway systems on the wall and it had that smell. There's a, there's a specific 90s subway smell. That's it's bread smell. Yeah. Yeah. It's not and like the, the same lettuce anymore. Now, listen, no, I'm not, not above grabbing a Subway sandwich if I'm like on a road trip and it's the only thing in a gas station. Yeah. But I don't pick to go to Subway these days. Dude, like, a cold I, cut combo. Many, many better sandwiches out there. Oh, for sure. So, okay. So, but the thing I, is, I was blamed for closing down the uh, Crossroads Subway. How oh, did yeah? that go down? <laughs> so, I was working there with my friend Ryan. Um, and we were just like bad, lazy employees. Like we'd just like get in like rubber band fights with the people that had like the little kiosks across from us. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we would just not bake bread on purpose. So whenever like people came up to get a sandwich, they're like, "We're out of bread. Come back in half an hour." Hell yeah! I got a bag of chips thrown at me one time because of that. A little um, public freakout. Yeah. As we talked about earlier in the show. There was, the funniest yeah. one was whenever my friend Ryan pulled basically that same stunt. And this angry guy comes in with his kid. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? How am I going to feed my kid? And he's like, I don't know. Go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I don't know. Walk 20 yards. Yeah, I don't know, dude. There's a it's all right here. There's a Taco Mayo. There's a Chick Fil A. There's a fucking McDonald's upstairs. Yeah, Sabaro. figure something out. Yeah, there's an A and W root beer. Get those badass corn dog nuggets. R I P corn dog nuggets. The franchisees were like pretty awful, so it's really their fault. But like after it closed, like do you, do you recall the they name? They basically told us that it was our fault. What <laughs> was the What was the name of the franchisee? Because I had a friend uh, in high school. Her parents were franchise owners of Subway. I don't. Recall. I honestly can't remember, but they owned like multiple ones around the metro, so, and they were all shitheads. So Subway was your mall job. Have you have you worked many mall jobs? Uh, it's the only mall job I've ever worked. I've had a lot of like service industry jobs. Sure, but that was my only mall. That, job. that was your foot in the door. Your sandwich artist. 
You went to Subway University, and you graduated <laughs> to bartending at Bar Arbolata. <laughs> See, I like, like Robbie, I've worked a lot of mall jobs. I've worked every, at every mall in the metro area. Every let's, single let's, mall. Let's list those. You got, you got your Crossroads, of course, the king of malls. King of malls. So on Crossroads, I worked at, uh, Jesus, what was, wasn't Hot Top. Shepherd Park? Shepherd Park? No, Shepherd Mall. No, I did not work at Shepherd Mall because I think by the time we were uh, of age to go mall, like no one ever went to Shepherd Mall because it was. I more, had two was, jobs at Shepherd Mall. Where did you work at Shepherd Mall? <laughs> I worked at uh, the kiosk Things Remembered. Yeah. Where they like engraved. Oh, yeah. Okay. You get like a Zippo with yeah. like your name on Dude, it. Dude. Yeah. Get this. So I, when I was working there, I had this crush on this girl that worked at the Deb, which was right or oh, Deb, right beside yeah. it. And yeah. to impress her, I stole uh, a Zippo and I engraved my own name on it and tried to give <laughs> it to her. <laughs> and she turned it down. Which you're like, fine, free Zippo. Dude, I still have the Zippo. I actually found it about a week ago when I was cleaning. Uh, I was like, holy shit, this thing's like 25 years old. This is dude, so awesome. wild. But I also worked at the Athlete's Foot in Heritage Park Mall, uh, filling it. Not, not Shepherd Mall, but Heritage Park Mall. I'm sorry, I'm getting all confused here. But yeah, yeah. filling in. That's the mall I was talking about. All these malls just bleed together well you got me my, the i i got a job at things remembered with you which was at that time it was a kiosk mm -hmm. and uh but okay my first job was gadzooks which is right down the way from that uh the kiosk the things remember kiosk mm -hmm. and then i worked in radio shack i remember that and heritage park mall that god that job sucked uh i did that i worked at hot topic and pin square and crossroads you know when you work at a job like that you kind of jump from store to store uh, yeah, it's kind of like that mall culture of like, yeah, I would always remember like mall ratting, seeing like, we always be like the same people. Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. I'm, at, I'm at Sooner today, guys. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Which always sucked, like, because cause you're broke, you're not making a lot of money, but they're like, hey, can you try? I know it's already long for you to drive from uh, Choctaw to uh, Crossroads. Can you drive to Norman? Can you go work at the Norman store? Can you yeah. go work at Edmond? Like, can you cover a four-hour shift at Quail Springs? I know right? it's like an hour drive each way, but... For five twenty-five an hour? Okay. Yeah. Lame. Yeah, I did, I did uh, Hot Topic... Uh, and then let's see, gosh, I, I did so many, my favorite though. And I, and I have to touch on this, uh, and we're, we're going to get to the responses, but oh, this a lot of responses. goes hand in hand with quite a few responses that we got on mm -hmm. Instagram, which is at boys podcast, uh, fast forward. Yeah, that was, I was a little oh, bit yeah. older. I was probably like 22, 21, 22 at the time. And I will say to this day, that was hands down my favorite job, not the best paying yeah, not the most illustrious, but that was such a fun place to work as a young dirtbag. Well, it was so for us. I don't mean to cut you off, Lucas. For us, fast forward was like our first glimpse at what a skate shop was. Like they, there were a handful of skate shops around town, but you kind of had to know about them. Yeah, like those record stores, like X Underground and Midwest City. You kind of had to know about it, and they weren't big. But fast forward was like, here it is, right in the mall, and it was. It was a big store. It was like a corner lot, which is now, I think, two or three different stores now. Yeah. And that yeah, was, it was cool. A huge store. Huge. And you worked there and Wes worked there. And I, I remember being so envious of you guys working there. And I think I remember asking you a lot, like, you guys hiring? Yeah. You're like, dude, no, we're, we're like backlogged with people wanting to fucking work here. What was awesome about it is 
you know, I like to hang out in the skate department. So I was like building decks and gripping decks and all this stuff. And that was like, I was the best grip tape artist. You know, I know we talked about sandwich artists, but I was a grip tape artist. I was so uh -huh. good and so precise at it that yeah. people would come in and ask to, for me to do it. And I just took so much pride in that. But at the same time, they also sold uh, men's and women's clothes. So like during the summer, all these hot girls would come in and try on bikinis and you got paid yeah. to like, does this look okay? Like pretty often. So as a yeah. young guy, that was like heaven. Yeah. That was like, so I spent a lot of time at Penn Square also, mm -hmm. um, especially in the summers because my dad worked at like the Penn Tower or whatever, like right next. The 50 Penn right Place? By. So like, yeah, 50 Penn Place. So he would just like, drop me and my friends off, you know, like when he went to work and we would just be there all day mm -hmm. until he got off and then just like pick us up. And so that's actually where I met Atley Hickerson. Yeah. Who have you had Atley on the show? Yeah. Yet? Yeah. He was yeah. in our, like in our first 10 guests, I think. Cool. Um, yeah, I met Atley there for the first time. Cause I mean, we would just like hang out and, what? Just probably annoy everybody that worked there because, you know, we were like 14, 15 Okay, years I was, was going to ask, was he were... mall riding with you or was he working at a store? He was working there. Do you remember what story worked out? Uh, it was Fast Forward. Oh, I, you know what? Oh. I, I never knew he worked at Fast Forward. Yeah. That was before, way yes. before me. Well, not way before, but, you know, a couple years before probably. A lot of Robbie Ray yeah, times so with you and like out. hang out and like talk with Atlee at Fast Forward and then <clears> go on his lunch breaks with him. He taught us. He had this special Atlee burger that he would get at the Wendy's there. Of course he did. <laughs> um, what was that had, burger? Do you remember? I do not remember. I'm sure it's some fancy like a, pants thing. Yeah. Love you, It was very specific. We'd have to ask him. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so... So your only job was Subway at the mall, but you hung out. So let's okay, let's do the hierarchy of local malls, like from best. Well, yeah, let's go worst to best. No, let's go best to worst. Best to worst? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. We'll come out of the gate with for the best mall. For hanging out or shopping? Uh, I mean, aren't they kind of hand in hand? Let's, I don't really ever shop at malls. I mostly just hang out, and then if I happen to buy something, I buy something. For, so. for, sake, of, for sake of the show and, and, and brevity, let's just say, like, overall hang. Like hangs. Mall when, when you're a kid, like you buy stuff here and there, but you're not really going to shop. You're going to hang out. So yeah, I mean uh, my the three that I'll put in order, at least just for like my nostalgia reasons. Like Crossroads Mall is number one. Yes, that's the one that I spent the most time at and oh, yeah. have the most crazy memories. Um, Penn Square number two. I think that one splits the difference. Like. Mm -hmm. I don't shop at malls, but if I would be buying things, that's where I'd go. And I don't know. It's a nice mall. Yeah. And then I'm going Shawnee number three just because that's where I smoked weed for the first time. Right. I smoked my first cigarettes there. Had a lot of just like dirt bag weird experiences. And I mean, I haven't been there in probably 15, yeah, 20 years same, or yeah. something. Yeah. Can we agree that there's Sean a Walmart in that? Mall. Yes, there is. Yeah, there. Well, there was a. It used to be a. Wait, it was a Walmart. And then it was a Ross Jess for less, and now it's something else. I remember. It, huh. there, I thought it was a, a grocery being. store for a small time, or maybe that was just a Walmart. And I'm, I'm getting it confused. But can we all agree that Shawnee Mall is the dirt baggiest mall of all? Oh, 100. percent oh, I okay. worked there at, Good, at yeah. the dirt bag mall. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, Lucas. I would I would put Crossroads number one. Mm -hmm. I. Again, I just loved working at uh, Hot Topic there. It was the, the, the formulative years. 
you know, you were you were automatically cool if you worked there because there were no stores like it. And it also came with people at my high school thinking I was a Satanist for working yeah. at Hot. Like I heard if you work at a Hot Topic, you have to have at least five piercings. Yeah, I mean, there is like a wall full of Marilyn Manson shirts at that time. So. Well, Dude, that was when, like, I, when I worked there. There was also the entire back wall was like bonded shit, like latex and like vinyl yeah. clothes. It was way gothier back then. Now it just oh. looks like like a Jolly Rancher puke when you walk in there. It's a okay. I was talking to Diane about this yesterday. Hot Topic was fucking cool. You that's where you bought your band T-shirts. You can buy bondage pants, like you said, uh, CDs. They were all about like music. It was a music. It was music, 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 music. That was their slogan. All about the music back then. Right, and now it's a pop culture store. It is Spencer's Gifts with a dick yeah, piercing. It's like That's, Rick and Morty shirts. Yes. And shit. Yeah, it's Hogwarts. This Hufflepuff. <laughs> this like it's, it's not. It's not Hot Topic anymore. And they have a small little section for band T-shirts, and it's the same shit you get at like Walmart or Target. Right. Like, just reprint bullshit. You got your Red Hot Chili Peppers, your Sublime, your Pink Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, Nirvana, a lot of Nirvana. And then they'll have some, like, All Time Low or Suicide right, Silent, right, right. shit like that. But, yeah, it's the, the music aspect has dwindled, and now it's, it's uh, you know, it's gone. whatever cool anime is out right now. Well, what was cool? So was... I'm kind of punching in late here, but mm-hmm. did y'all talk about Eastern Treasures yet? No, no we haven't no. talked about any stores yet. We, we saved can do all the mall talk for you. Right, right, right. <laughs> So, so Eastern Treasures was the fucking store as a kid because it was like basically like a flea market. Yeah. Just like in, you know, 400 square feet or whatever. Yeah. Like you could buy batarangs and shurikens and like swords and like those like weird LED Jesus yeah. paintings. Yeah. So like, yeah, like ninja and stars like, and stuff. You get like we a actually Buddha, they had a Buddha like, statue. They had like cockfighting shirts in the windows sometimes. Like so much weird it shit. It was wild. We had a we had a person on Instagram, uh, C Ingram, Cody Ingram, said East Eastern Treasures is his uh, favorite store from childhood. That's no longer there. That store was great. It, you, you, I never bought a single thing from there because I couldn't afford it. But they had a Highlander replica sword I wanted <laughs> so fucking bad. Dude, I, I bought. Couldn't, yeah, I it. bought um, several ninja stars mm-hmm. and some nunchucks. That I, I had my first pair of nunchucks that were like foam covered yeah, yeah, yeah. with the rope. And then I graduated mm-hmm. to some wood ones with a chain. The and chain. boy, did I oh. think I was hot shit. I remember they had those uh, canes that were swords. You pull the, the yeah. handle out. And it's, oh, it's so dope. You could get a bow staff. You know, you could get, you could get like, a, a bon- like a fake bonsai tree. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember there was a lot of like mythology about the like people who ran that store like did you hear so and so like pulled out a samurai sword on somebody trying to steal uh yeah that all that folklore i totally remember hearing that kind of shit it was incredible man uh, but yeah, i would I say remember th- sorry Luz, I, I would say crossroads first then mm-hmm. penn square i i don't shop at the mall a lot but s- sometimes i like to look at sneakers <laughs> or i need a pair of dicky shorts so i'll go to penn square and then i would yeah. say heritage park mall just because of the proximity for my third, mm-hmm. I had a couple jobs there. I spent a lot of time at the at the uh, Funko Land there and the Gadzooks disc, there. Disc jockey that was there. Was it a disc jockey or a, I think it was a disc disc jockey. I, I think it was. Yeah. And the Camelot music was at the Shawnee Mall. Yeah, I think Heritage was like disc jockey, and it maybe turned into Camelot yeah. later. Yeah. Penn Square had a Camelot. It also had a Blockbuster Music. Oh yeah. And I believe. Oh shit! No, no. I'm sto- Crossroads had Blockbuster Music. Penn Square had an Fye. 
FYE. Yeah. And Suncoast. That's yeah, VH, on the list. Uh, at VHS and Chill OKC, our buddy Sean, he he said Suncoast Motion Picture Company. I, I remember going in there. I was never a big movie kid, but I loved going in there just to look around. It, it seemed oh, yeah. like glamorous. Like, ooh, this is hot. I'm like shopping in Hollywood right now. Dude, it was the it was the sharper image of movies. It was like they had so many DVD, and that was when DVDs first came out, and you're like, Oh, $35 for my cousin Vinny. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. And they had uh, scrolls. You used to have those, yeah. Robbie. Like yeah. those, uh, I don't want to say go- hentai. But. I had a Ghost in the Shell scroll, but then I also had a Sailor Moon scroll. And mm-hmm. to be totally honest, I had never seen Sailor Moon. I just thought the chick was like, I thought she was hot. So I sure. had a Sailor Moon scroll in my bedroom, yeah. like a total weeb. Yeah. I've owned a Sailor Moon scroll oh. in my teenage life, so I'm in good company then. <laughs> you don't you don't find scrolls very often. You'll find them at like uh, vintage stock every now yeah. and then. Yeah, uh, or the loan the loan standing uh, game exchange that's still around. Oh boy, R.I.P. Yeah. to those. Yeah, worked there for a shift. Me too. Half a shift. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll I'll say the same. I think Crossroads is number one simply for nostalgia reasons. You could smoke in there. Uh, I liked those upstairs. That McDonald's and the A and W. You could and the Sabaros. You could smoke in there back in the day. Well, yep. As a teenager, yeah, like I was like fucking fourteen, fifteen years old, smoking in a McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about the McDonald's is you walk in and you have to. It kind of ramps up to the back where mm-hmm. the uh, where the counters were, and then there was like a little sunken in area, the smoking area. You could also then, smoke in the Brahms, and you could also uh-huh. smoke in the Plantations oh, yeah. tobacco shop that was right yep. across from Fast Forward, just down a little bit. I mean, so Fast Forward, weird. Hot Topic, I mean. Crossroads, definitely number one. It had a fucking pet store in there, and we had someone tweet that, that the pet store was the craziest one. I believe that was Dandy. Dandy O'Connor said, a pet store, that's so nuts. that You had a fucking pet store in the mall? Yeah, it's wild, what? man. Why? That hobby shop, the hobby oh, shop was tight. Dude, the hobby shop was fantastic. You know, I, I'm really into RPGs and stuff, and I, I love Shadowrun so much. And I remember when you'd walk into the hobby shop, there was those stairs on the left side that went up to a little small loft second level. Yeah. yeah. And that's where the RPG books were. And that was the first time I ever saw a Shadowrun like rule book. And I remember sitting up there on the floor, crisscross style, looking at this like second edition Shadowrun book for hours one day. Yeah. Until they kicked me out. Yeah, I got kicked out of the hobby shop a lot for doing that, like reading books or like just pulling the like model airplanes or playing too much with. They had like RC tracks out and like trains. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just like play with those. Like, oh, if you're not gonna buy anything, sir, can you leave, please? And then I walk over to Walden Books or the uh, Babbage's or whatever the other Babbage's was that a bookstore? Or was that a uh, video, video game? It was like a video, video game, game store. store. Yeah, yeah I, I go to too. Walden Books and just read <laughs> Hit Prater magazines and never buy them and. <laughs> kind of flip through shit that's that was pretty much all day yeah you get dropped off your mom would drop you off and she'd go do whatever the fuck she does and you're there for eight hours to entertain yourself if you have enough money for a, a movie you go to a movie which you didn't uh you hit up the aladdin's castle the le mans you drop all your money on with nothing to show for it right you know? so great and then second i would do uh pen third heritage park shawnee and f- far fourth that mall fucking sucks. I hate that mall. It's the worst. But Heritage has the most nostalgia for me for one reason only, and that's that fucking El Chico. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. I I don't like... That's the only location of El Chico I ever had good food. 
Like theirs was the best. I don't know what it was there. The tortilla makers. I don't know what it was. It was so fucking good. I miss it. R.I.P. El Chico. We'd go there like once a week growing up as a kid and I'd get some cheese enchiladas and it was dope. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I spent because I worked at I worked at the Funko land in that mall because I worked for a different Funko land. But again, we were like shifting around and covering shifts and I would get now, El Chico every time. Was Funko made a toy store? No, it was a video game store that okay. became it became GameStop, I believe, or GameStop bought them out. Or no, okay, yeah, yeah, because it was like Babbage's, GameStop, and Funko Land. I think they all merged into one store, which is now GameStop. There was that certain smell at Heritage Park Mall too, because of the fountain there. Yeah, there was like that, like kind of like chlorine pool smell. Yeah, and a lot of foliage. They had a lot of foliage in there as well. And I, 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 I w- it would be a disservice not to mention in Heritage Park Mall, the uh, co- they called them conversation pits, like the one in yes. front of Chick-fil-A where it was like a bunch of benches that were sunken down where you'd yeah. have to step down in and there were benches and ashtrays and foliage mm-hmm. and all kinds of great places to, to talk about your, your purchases. That's right. I worked Super at- like 70s, like, like, have you ever heard of a fern bar before? No. Sounds sexual. Uh, that was like a thing in the 70s, the fern bar. <laughs> where, uh, I mean, yeah, it was like a basically like a bar or something that had just like a lot of like plants and ferns and mm-hmm. foliage and stuff. Um, but yeah, Heritage Park had that vibe, that 70s vibe for sure. Yeah, when I worked at Gadzooks, I would get my Sabaro slice and go over to that conversation pit and just eat my one slice of uh, pepperoni and cheese with my 20-ounce Dr. Pepper, and that was my, my lunch bo- that what I can scrape together to eat that fucking food. Yeah. Gadzooks popped up quite a bit on the list, on the on the uh, Instagram. People loved uh, Gadzooks. Great Yeah, store. let's go through some of these. we got to wrap it up here pretty soon, yeah, yeah. but uh, I'm just I'm going to start rattling a few off, and if you guys sure. want to jump in, go for it. Um, so, like, let's see here. Jeffrey Dean, at uh, JeffreyDean41 on Instagram, said, fast forward all day, and I agree. I mean, there was so much to love about that store. It was it was cool. And they, do you remember they had the TV over by the skate area, and they yeah. would just play skate videos on a loop? But I remember when I worked there, we had a rep from PlayStation come in and give us a PS1 and Tony Hawk 2. Oh, yeah. So it became this fucking gathering place for all the, the mall rats and skate rats to just play Tony Hawk for free all day. That's awesome. One quick, to, uh, one more like quick, like fast forward story. Yeah. We bought, um, I think it was Welcome to Hell from uh, Toy Machine. We bought like the VHS there. Like me and my friend went in on it. Yeah. And we took it to like a JC Penny or something like that, where they had like all like the model couches, like living room stuff. Mm-hmm. And we put it in one of the VCRs and just like hung out in the department store and watched Welcome to Hell. It was tight. Hell yeah. That's awesome. We'd have we'd have skate rats come in and be like, hey, can you play, you know, the new Hollywood video or can you play, you know, what what the new chocolate video or whatever? So it was mm-hmm. like a little movie theater because they had the the benches yeah. where you'd try yeah. on shoes. And we, we would just have people come in there and hang out. And then some of those kids would eventually go on to have jobs there. So it was it kind of felt like a little family. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It did feel like it was like a community there, which was cool. Absolutely. Uh, at Shanna Slow Jams, our friend Shanna, she says ups and downs at Crossroads Mall for sure. And I totally I bought I bought 
no less than two pair of Jinkos from there because they had a so, small okay. men's section. Yeah, okay. I remember it was kind of like a tops and bottoms, like a Deb kind of a store, yeah. right? But they had yep. a small men's section. It might have been a division of Deb. I want to say it was inside Probably. Deb because that was, I think that was up by Fredericks of Hollywood, which I have to say, being a kid going to the mall with my dad, I remember we'd walk by Fredericks of Hollywood and I would like hide my eyes because there'd be like scantily clad ladies in lingerie, like, you know, in the windows on signs. And I, yeah. I, my, my little boner radar would go off and I'd like have to hide my eyes because <laughs> there's funny. nothing worse than getting a boner around your dad. Well, sometimes it's Says funny. you. Right. <laughs> right. Depends we got on Joe the Payne. Dad. Joe Payne says Suncoast again. Talked about that. That store was so, it was just cool. Like it felt like a piece of Hollywood in our fucking podunk state rocks kirby says camelot music so okay what was your what was the best music store was it camelot disc jockey or like blockbuster music i think i'm gonna go with camelot i think camelot always had like a better selection it just seemed more for lack of a better word hip you know yeah yeah i would say that whatever the one was in heritage park mall because that's where i bought not only Portrait of American Family by Marilyn Manson, but Antichrist Superstar, which they would not sell me, so I had to go out to my dad, who was waiting in the pickup, have him come in and buy me the CD, which he did. And definitely to a discerning eye, like, what the hell am I buying my son? <laughs> right? I thought they all kind of sucked. They were just, like, super overpriced. I mean, it was, like, 20 bucks, like, I mean, like, eighteen ninety nine or something for a CD back then. And, like, I remember... The first Fugazi album that I ever bought was at the Camelot Records at um, uh, Penn Square Mall, and it was Red Medicine. I think it was like their like most recent one, mm. which is also I think like their worst album. It's still <laughs> fine. Fugazi doesn't have any bad albums, no. but I read like an article about them in Thrasher magazine. I'm like, I'm gonna check out Fugazi, and so I get this thing, and it's got like the big plastic like uh theft detection yeah. oh yeah there's giant like with it. like a handle on it that kind of shit yeah Ugh. and so i check it out and buy it yeah and it was like around like 20 bucks or something with tax and then they take the thing off and i look at the back of the cd and it says don't pay more than ten dollars for this here's our mail order oh, wow. and it was like hidden by it and it was so mad that and then the cd also like did not fulfill my expectations. And oh, that's the worst when you drop like 20 bucks on something and you're like, eh. Yeah. Nah, well, that you know, funny. now we have everything at our fingertips. We can just listen to Spotify or watch yeah. something on YouTube. And now, you know, twenty four ninety nine for a CD. That was a lot of money in 90s money. Dude, that's yeah. like, that's you mowed like so a couple of lawns. a teenager too. Yeah. yeah. There was like, the, I think it was Warehouse Music that was at Crossroads. Yeah. I worked, and I worked at a stand like, on Warehouse Music. They had like there was like a special catalog that you could order from, mm -hmm. and so there would be just like things that I like I heard about that they didn't have, and so I'd like flip through the catalog and special order CDs, and it would take a week to come in mm -hmm. and cost fucking twenty dollars, mm -hmm. and you have you had no idea to know like I mean maybe this just sucks I've never heard this before, yeah. but like I'm taking the plunge. Do you remember that? When I worked at Warehouse Music, we had that giant, look like a phone book, like yellow page, literally yellow pages, and you ordered yeah, stuff. Yeah, that one, yeah. And I uh, I ordered uh, uh, two timers, see, uh, see what happens from here, because we couldn't get it in, and I lost my CD. And ba at that time, there wasn't like LimeWire or anything, so I ordered it, got it in, and with my employee discount, it was still like 15 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. 
uh, or like friend, like uh, Dave Klein was in like a band called Wretch Like Me. I ordered their shit. Like ordered like band stuff that n- in no way were you going to find anywhere. Right. But you order it. I made like this sort of like indie punk rock section that no one ever bought any, anything from. So we had to send it back to the fucking <laughs> distribution company. Terrible. I thought I was cool. It we was have Allie, miss. Allie at E-V-A-H-O-K-C says, to be honest, Crabtree and Evelyn. I want to read that one because what the fuck is Crabtree and Evelyn? It sounds like an old lady's tour. Is that what that was? So I actually, my first like close girlfriend worked there. Um, it's kind of a place that sells, it's like a homeware, knickknacks, okay. um, like perfumes a... and colognes. Okay. And uh, I can't think of like really like another, uh, what the closest analog is. Cause it's not the kind of store I would ever shop. Well, at, the the name the name to me screams divorced mom. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I just I have no idea what it is. Yeah, uh, your your wife uh, at the Dianosaurus said Sanrio surprises. Now that was the Sanrio store. Yeah, I don't remember. Was that in Quail Springs Mall? I believe so. I know there was one in Oklahoma because I remember going to it as a kid, but my grandma was a bit of a mall rat, so I didn't remember right. if it was Penn or Quail because sometimes we'd hit up both of those malls in the same day. But I do remember that store, and it was fucking awesome. Even as a Man. young boy, it was cool going in there. Yeah. I don't even remember us having a Sanrio store. That's I'm like 99% sure it was in Oklahoma City, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that was at, that was at uh, uh, Quail for sure. And now we have like... Uh, What's that? Think Geek pretty much does that kind of thing, except Sanrio was all for like Hello Kitty and shit, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it we certainly have was. Petty Tom going for Gadzooks. I got my favorite uh, top, a lava lamp, and hermit crabs all from that one store. I forgot we sold hermit crabs out front of Gadzooks. I yeah. totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And that was a thing. I remember going to Gadzooks and really, really wanting a big Johnson t shirt. Like so oh. bad, but I was too young. My dad thought it was funny, but he didn't think it would be funny for his 13-year-old son to wear one to school and have to turn it inside yeah, out. Yeah, you have to turn it inside out. Uh, Shannon's Even up- before Gadzooks, there was still, like, remember, like, just T-shirt stores? Like, it would just be a fucking store yep. with, like, yeah. 200 different, like, dumbass T-shirts. Yeah, you'd, uh, you'd have uh, your Big Johnson, you'd have your co-ed naked, you'd have, like, <laughs> like the, the No Fear, you know, No Fear yeah, and stuff like big that. Dog. Was a big dog. Yeah, Big Dog. Big Dog, yeah. Uh, yeah, my, Big Dog still has outlet stores, what? I think. That's fucking That's wild. Crazy. Yeah, I, I think at some like the outlet malls, there are still like Big Dog stores. What is it? If you want to, was it? If you want to run with the Big Dogs, get off the porch. If or you something can't like run that? with yeah. the big dogs, <laughs> big dogs, stay on the porch. Stay on the porch. <laughs> uh, my my brother, keeping the family, the Jamie Montgomery says JW. I believe JW was like a. Uh, it sold what I would only describe as R and B clothes, like was, clothes for. I believe it was short for Jeans West. Jeans West. So it was kind of okay. like the buckle, kind of mm-hmm. like that in my in my memory. I could be wrong, but yeah, I'm sure they sold like a, a Lucky Brand and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zane at Zane's eighty five said, "Man, what was that awesome Earth store that had rocks and fossils? That one. And I think wasn't that that was in Quail Springs Mall. Was it called Earthbound?" Earthbound, yeah, and they just brought it back, I think. Yeah, yeah, it came back for a short time and then went away again. I worked at a store like that in Shawnee Mall called It's a Small World, and it was a very small store that specialized in, like, those ceramic dragon uh, 
figurines, you know, and like uh, <laughs> lava lamps and a uh, big on the stress relief stuff. Remember that? Like a, a, a cylinder you turn around and the, the liquid ball spins through it to relieve stress and yes. shit like that. And then we had a, a display of um, the thing you push the button. Uh, nature native spirits or something like that and it would play like a yeah. babbling brook or yes. like a birds chirping and shit or like, like that. uh like uh what are those called didgeridoo music yeah yeah shit a lot like of that. that kind of shit well cool well hey i think that pretty much wraps it up are there any more you yeah. want to read off josh now it's pretty much people just kind of saying the same thing a lot of gadzooks a lot of fast forward uh Keely, robert Keeley said the hobby store the arcade, maybe any place cool where the idiots out back at Firestone worked on my 76 Honda CVC wagon. Fuck yeah. That just goes with that dirtbag thing. Like, there was this subculture of, like, people that worked there that had cool systems in their cars. Yeah. And, and I was one of them, you know? Like, I, I was very much a part of that. Yeah, I mean, like, mall, mall ratting was, it was, uh, I don't want to say like a lifestyle, but it was... It was it was what you did. And when that movie came out, when that Kevin Smith Mallrat movie came out, like it spoke to me. Like I, I, I bonded with it because I felt like I was that I was never as cool as Brody, but I wanted so badly to be Brody. I wanted to have a Dixie cup and ask for a Coke, no ice, you know? Yeah. There was like one summer. It was like, especially like my big crossroads mall ratting summer. Like me and my friends would watch that movie. Like, twice a week or mm-hmm. something like just constantly it was it was kind of a handbook for all of us i think to some degree you know like i i felt the exact same way after i saw that for the first time i was like this is what i aspire to be for now yeah you know yeah a fucking mall rat yeah with no agenda just walking around i mean you could spend all day and now i go to the mall and i get stressed out because i'm like what am i here to do do i get stressed get out thing. when i'm picking a parking spot I'm just Ugh. like, ugh, got to get in and get out. I got to get my, my shell toes and get out of here. Like, see you later. Yeah. I fucking hate going to the mall now. Like, I'll just like maybe like twice a year, I'll just get like a hair up my ass. It'll be like a hot summer day, and it's just like, well, this is going to be really air conditioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can just kind of like walk around and just look at things, new shopping agenda. Yeah. yeah. And I just kind of get disgusted by the consumerism. Yeah. And. You're- the older you it's get, the like, more you see, and you you kind of read into all that shit, and you're like, ugh. And it's like none of this stuff will be like just going into stores, and it's like I don't want any of this. I don't. Like, I don't I'll, need any of it. That's the big like yeah. a dad thing. Like I don't. I don't need any of this shit. And uh, and I'll now buy, like a pair of Vans or something yeah. at the Vans store every once in a while, and that's about it. Yeah, I've always been a big like clearance rack guy, so I would go in like oh, the Vans store or Zoomies, which you know was fast forward and. I might go look at their T-shirts and be like, I need like I need like a black shirt, so I'm gonna go in there and find something, an Obey shirt that's right. like on clearance for half off or yeah. whatever. Uh, Buy one get one half off yeah. kind of shit. Yeah, I'm the clearance rat kid, man. Straight to and I've always always that it it stems from. I never pay retail. No, for it stems from clothing. Being a young mall rat, you you go to Spencer's Gifts, you go to that clearance rack T-shirt rack, and you get your. Buy one, get one. They're nine ninety nine or seven ninety nine. You get your silver chair shirt. Oh, what's this? It's the the Cure shirt's two ninety nine. I don't even like the Cure. Then I'm gonna get it. Right. Like I <laughs> I bought a Rembrandt's T-shirt because it was a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. Don't even like the Rembrandt, but it was two bucks. Yeah. I had to. I want to carry a bag around. I look like I'm doing something. Yeah. 
Well, okay, I guess we're going to wrap it up now. But Lucas, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us on our 200th episode, man. I really appreciate your time. And it was this is 200. Yeah, 200. A landmark. You are, episode? man. This is yeah, a man. special one. And uh, I'm a third time guest too, right? Yeah. No, second. You were no? episode 21. You he were. Was on our t- guest. You've been on twice before this. I was on the live episode. That, also. Yeah, the one that got lost. The lost episode. Oh, the lost episode. So you were 2150, right. and now 200. Yeah. And y'all have also been on. It's the last episode of Free Queso. So look us up. Uh, we know. do a fantasy sandwich draft. Yeah, that was good. App. That was a really fun listen. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks for having us on, man. And again, thanks for your time uh, tonight. Uh, this is awesome, and you know, we appreciate you, man. And we appreciate everybody listening. Thanks for thanks for sticking with us for two hundred episodes. It's been a, a ride for sure. Yeah, it means a lot that you guys have kind of been around and stuck with us and uh, and shared all your mall uh, yes. stories. Thank you so much great. for uh, for the feedback on these polls. They're fun to yeah. do. It's fun to like engage with people and. Like we talked about earlier in the show, we're going to take some steps to try to maybe like get the the ability for people to call in and talk because we yeah. want to we want to be you know five five p.m. drive time shock jocks. Let's be honest. Well, that's why we started this, right? I want to be Rick and Brad. I want to get Let's my air it. horn out, you know. <laughs> so, all right, Lucas, thank you so much, Josh. Good talking to you, man, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, I love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Bye.